Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Werner. Today's topic, avoiding online property scams, an interview with Fireball Approves. I had the privilege of interviewing Stephen Paulson of Fireball Approves, an identity verification service for scam prevention. I have a post that goes along with this episode at defendingdigital.com, and there's a video of the interview. Uh, and then in this episode, I will also include the audio of that interview. Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. I'm pleased to have with me today Stephen Paulson of Fireball Approves, an identity verification service for scam prevention. The founder of Fireball Approves nearly fell victim to a scammer, and now the company is on a mission to save others from the headache and financial loss of scams. So Stephen, today I'd like to learn more about the scams that are out there and how people can avoid them. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Absolutely, Chad. Pleasure to be here. Um, pleasure to make your acquaintance. So yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Great. So let's go back in time. Why did you fight, start fighting scams in the first place? Oh, this is a great story. And it's one of those where I was right and my sister was wrong. Uh, so I love telling it. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's funny because we were doing this like family reunion type of summer vacation for the, you know, and she says, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, come your way to South Florida. We're going to end up in the Keys. I said, okay, great. So I'll uh, find a place. And, you know, she's on Craigslist or whatever. And she finds this little vacation rental and she's like, I got such a great deal. And of course, being in South Florida, you know, listening to the local news stations and, you know, reading different articles that come across uh, my desk being in real estate, uh, you know, I'm like, are you sure it's legit? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, paid the, you know, got money going here, there. And I said, okay. And then I guess, uh, of course, offline, I think she, she started to think about it and she's, you know what, maybe this isn't right. So she starts going down the process and uh, sure enough, the person that she had been communicating with all of a sudden, you know, starts kind of changing the rules on her. Hey, send the money here. That email's not, you know, working right. And I think over time, she started to realize like, hey, this isn't right. So she being the investigator that she is, she started to really dig deeper and start pulling back those peeling back those layers. And um, sure enough, she found out that uh, she was on the hook with a scammer. So uh that's kind of the origination of it. And of course, knowing Tammy, the fireball she is, she, uh, she took it personal. Yeah. <laughs> she said, okay, this happens. It's like a real thing. She starts looking online, seeing all the different articles and how people are getting uh, hurt by these scams. And uh, she took it personal and she said, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to fight tooth yeah. and nail to protect consumers. I said, okay, let's go. So then here we are. Yeah. All right. So what, uh, you, you know, now after the, the time in the business, what would you say are the most common scams that you deal with? Uh, vacation rental, student housing, you know, type of things. Um, that's probably the biggest challenge because, you know, anytime there's kind of a new thing in the mm -hmm. market, you know, um, it ends up on sites all over the internet. You know, and so that obviously is, has been probably the biggest one. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, you're dealing with people that, you know, could live in another country, mm -hmm. like legitimately, you know, yeah. live in another country. Uh, they just happen to be renting out, you know, their house for the week that they're not living in Florida or whatever state they're from. So yeah. um, those are probably the most ripe for scammers. Okay. 
Now, have you noticed that there are certain sites or apps that uh, have scams more frequently? You know, are there certain that uh, certain apps or sites that you say stay away from those or be more suspicious on those? Or on the flip side, others that you say, you know, those tend to be more safe. Any recommendations there? Um, I think that they're all prone to, you know, scamming because a lot of times it's just a data entry, you know, mechanism of like, mm -hmm. okay, here's the property, you know, here's my information and, you know, reach out. Even the biggest guys out there, you know, um, the biggest vacation rental services out there aren't always, you know, in tune with who it is that's actually signing up for their service. So, um, Craigslist for sure is, I always call it the wild, wild west, <laughs> okay. you know, I mean, cause anybody can put anything on there at any time and like right. there's nobody, that's the whole reason it's free, right? Cause there's mm -hmm. literally nobody behind the scenes doing any vetting or, you know, doing anything. It's literally somebody who created a website and put whatever you want on there. So yeah. Craigslist is probably the, uh, you know, one that's the easiest to, to, you know, breed scammers, I guess you could call it. Sure. Sure. Have you found that there are certain types of people that are more likely to be victims of scams or, or targeted for scams than others? Uh, I wouldn't say that there's like a demographic that's more prone. I would say that everybody's prone. Um, I would say the people that don't ask as many questions mm. are probably the ones that are the most prone, you know, taking things at face value. Um, you know, it, that's probably those are probably the people that are the most prone i mean i you really have to go into these things I, vacation i don't want to be the guy who says like oh you know vacation rentals are bad or you know anything's bad because they're all great i mean some of this home sharing stuff is amazing the question is you got to go into it kind of with one eye open right mm -hmm. and you, if it's if it doesn't pass the sniff test as you're working your way through it then something may be fishy and usually your gut should always be trusted in that spot. And, um, you know, that, that's, that would be my bit of advice uh, for you, but, um, you know, yeah. just, just have to be able to ask the right questions and, and kind of, like I said, pass that sniff test. Yeah. So, yeah. So people who would be more trusting by nature, who aren't going to go, uh, you know, diving deeper, doing some additional research, asking those questions, those are the ones who, you know, are more likely to fall prey because they're, they're not, doing their due diligence to, uh, to look into it. I would say, I would say that's the most eloquent way of putting it. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and then you kind of started to hit on this, but, um, what would be kind of the top red flags that a person would see and, and, you know, that should cause them to start to suspect that, you know, maybe this is a scam. Sure. So there's kind of, for me, there's like two parts, right? If it's a national web service out that's out there, a national website, if, if they want you to transact away from the platform, mm. that's an absolute red flag. If now Craigslist, it makes it a little more difficult, right? Cause you know, the Craigslist world, you know, that's the whole idea is that you are operating offline. Mm -hmm. But if, um, you know, if the, if the ad says one thing, um, you know, and, and, the scammers trying to get you to send money by PayPal before they let you see the property or stuff like that. That's, that's, those are probably the most, uh, the biggest red flags. Uh, okay. Some of them anyway, um, you know, off of Craigslist. Yeah. So let's say that a, a person starts to see those red flags. Uh, they start to, you know, suspect that maybe something is, uh, is off. Um, what should a person do when they realize that they may, uh, that, that they're being scammed or in the process? Well, let's hope, first of all, they haven't sent any money yet. Mm -hmm. that, that's, you know, 
you really need to make sure your I's are dotted and T's are crossed before any money um, changes. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's where fireball approves kind of comes in, right? You know, mm-hmm. for a very, very nominal fee, you know, you can have us do, you use the proprietary system that we've created to verify ownership, mm-hmm. right? To make sure that you are dealing with the person that you're supposed to be dealing with. Um, and, and that's really the whole, you know, the, that's everything behind the brand and what we're doing. Yeah. So let's say that uh, someone doesn't contact Fireball Approves. They don't do the additional research. They go all the way through the, the scammer, strings them along. Um, they have paid. They maybe even show up at the property and they realize, ah, I've been taken. Um, what do they do next? Who do they contact for help? Any advice for someone who's already been scammed? There are stories all over the internet about, you know, family A, they've gone through that whole process, they show up to the rental on their day, and they realize that, you know, the, the, the house is just lived by regular people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this stuff happens every day. Unfortunately, you know, you obviously you need to get the police involved, especially if there was um, money involved. Um, you can also reach out to us, we'd be more than happy to kind of help you along the way. But once it reaches that point, it becomes very difficult to backtrack, mm-hmm. right? That's why it's very important that, that, you know, you go in eyes wide open and, you know, do your best to prevent, you know, such as instance. And that's where fireball approves for 19 bucks. You can at least have some kind of, you know, modicum of, of poss- probability that you're dealing with the, you know, true ownership and you won't have any issues like that. Um, because once you get down, go down that path to climb out of it, it's borderline impossible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're, the credit card companies are going to have very, li- very limited to say, cause you're probably doing a PayPal transaction. You're probably sending actual cash and the person on the other side, once they take it, they're just going to close the account and open another one to do it to somebody else, sure. you know? So there's not a whole lot of downside risk for the person on the other end, but you know, you as a, a potential customer, um, you know, there's a ton of risk. You risk all whatever that down payment or deposit is. Right. Definitely a situation where an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yep. My favorite saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you say, you know, you, you kind of mentioned the, um, you know, PayPal or cash. Um, w- would you say, are there any particular methods of payment that are safer to use than others in, in these types of uh, transactions? Um, not in my experience. Um, you know, maybe as a follow-up. Tammy can get and answer that question a little bit better. Um, For me, the way that I look at it is, uh, you know, they're all great. It's just a matter of who's on the other end of the receiving end, you know? Sure. Um, They all try, but that's not their focus, right? I mean, we all do well when we stay in our lane and we do what we do well. You know, the PayPal's of the world and, you know, Western unions or whoever it is, you know, they do great at sending money all over the world, but, you know, maybe they're not as strong at, you know, scam prevention and that sort of thing. And, and that's why we feel like there's a, a place for us in the market. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you think that it's necessary for people to follow the news on all the latest scams and, and kind of be um, tuned into that? Or really, is it enough to understand some of the principles behind scam avoidance? I think they're kind of one and the same, really. Um, you know, you absolutely have to stay informed. That's why if you go to our, you know, Facebook page, fireball approves or fireball approves.com, um, you know, you'll see, 
you know, a lot of different stories and a lot of different articles that we publish there, you know, cause we, we want to educate part of our, part of our business model is that we educate the public and help prevent this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. even if it means that we're not, you know, collecting a, a fee to help somebody out, you know, for us, there, there's a little bit of advocacy built into our business model that um, is very important to us. And if you follow us online, um, you know, you'll get a lot of more recent stories because the reality is things change, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we get caught onto something and then next thing you know, there's a pivot and the scammers are on to doing something else a little bit of a different way. Right. So the best, fastest, easiest way to stay in tune with that stuff is to follow us. Cause that's what we do for, you know, the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and often those stories, uh, can, can teach the principles, uh, can illustrate the principles, right? You know, you can give somebody a, a list of 10 tips for scam avoidance and they may just forget it because it's, uh, it's just not memorable enough. Whereas, you know, they hear a terrifying story of, um, you know, someone who was scammed or was nearly scammed and that's a lot more likely to, you know, remain in the brain and, sure. uh, and Resonate. be recalled the yeah. next time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It resonates. Uh, if you kind of remember those deal stories, right. And then if you find yourself in a scam and you're like, wow, this same exact thing is happening to me that happened to that article I read about a month ago. Right. And then that's kind of how they associate, um, you know, the, what's happening to them. But look, I mean, we've all kind of moved on from the uh, email scam where we've all got $8 million sitting in Africa somewhere in Cameroon. Yeah. It's all we got to do is send our personal information, right? We all know that now, right? Because we're all educated and we've been through that thing. We, we get it. And to be honest with you, the way scams are on the internet and everything else like that, it's important to have an advocate on your side that is kind of that buffer, you know, between the bad guys and what you want to do. And, you know, save a little money and go on vacation, have a relatively stress-free week. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine the, the pain that somebody has to go through? Like they may have sometimes a year or two years in advance have planned this big vacation to some exotic place. And then they show up, they get on the plane, they do the whole thing. And then it's not real. Right. I mean, <laughs> that, that, that just blows my mind that to have to, I can't fathom what that feeling would be like. And it almost happened to us, you know, it's, it's real, it's out there. It happens. Right. Right. So let's say that, uh, someone listening is a parent and they want to be able to educate their kids to, um, not be the victim, to not fall prey to these scams. Uh, what would be some things there? I mean, is it important that kids be tech savvy, um, or do parents need to be mostly just reinforcing, Hey, be cautious, be skeptical. Um, what would you say are the things that parents should be instilling in their kids so that they, uh, are, are, able to defend themselves in, in light of scams. How, how great would that be if Tommy, the teenager comes and tell his, tells his parents like, Hey, I think that's a scam mom and dad. You know I mean? Why not? Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, my, my number one thing or my, my the one thing my parents always told me every, every day, don't get hit by a car, you know, <laughs> watch out for cars. Yeah. Right. What are, you, what are we telling kids now? Like we're telling them to be careful of fake profiles, catfishing, cyber bullying, you know, scams and just like so much more is on their plates these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously a lot of it comes from that digital environment, but um, yeah, I mean, they should absolutely be in tune, you know, and that'll help them in the long run. They, they may very well go to college and, and have, you know, a student housing issue. You know, we had a, a one the other day where, uh, the guy reached out to us. There was a, you know, one building ownership type situation, but then there was a sublease involved 
And the, uh, you know, we, we, we needed to really verify to make sure that that sublease was, was a real thing and that, um, you know, they were indeed allowed to rent, rent out for student housing because at first glance, you know, it just looks like a one single property owner. And then there's this outside third party that, you know, is kind of involved and we're like, okay, well, how does this fit together? Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's the part where as coming from a real estate background and my sister with investigative, you know, it took a little time to, to, to match, connect the dots, but we were able to finally, you know, give an approval for the student housing. And, you know, you think about student housing, the amount of commitment, you know, for six, seven, eight months, whatever it is, the amount of deposits and that sort of thing and the money involved in that transaction for a very low nominal $19 fee, you know, you kind of take a little bit of the guesswork out like, Hey, am I doing the right thing? Now, you know, you're dealing with legit players and, um, you know, it was really, really a great option for this guy and we approved it and, you know, on with their student housing they go. Yeah. Right. So how about on the opposite end of the age spectrum? So, so you've got, you know, parents helping their kids and training them. Um, but how about um, adults who are helping, say, elderly relatives or elderly friends? Um, what should they be doing to help those elderly loved ones in their lives? Um, it just kind of depends on how tech savvy and, you know, how they are. You know, in, in some cases, it may make sense to just you know, have somebody who is a little more tech savvy handle the stuff for them. Mm -hmm. Some cases they're, they're, you know, more than capable of doing it all on their own. So, um, you know, if, if, if they get too personal or if they kind of, you know, kind of steer away from the primary objective a little bit too much and they're asking for social security numbers and this, that, and the other, and it's like not on a trusted platform. Um, I mean, clearly there's some, some cause for concern and, probably just better off just stepping back and saying, Hey, let me look a little deeper into it or let me call fireball approves. Right. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that makes would make things a whole lot easier. That's for sure. Right. I mean, regardless of age, right. If they contact you, they, they don't have to worry about how old they are or how familiar they are with technology or with these platforms. You know, that's, that's what you're there to help with. Absolutely. I mean, the, the scenario could be, you know, 10 different things and it doesn't really matter with us as long as you have that fire approved, um, you know, email that we send to you, then you know you're dealing with the right ownership. Mm -hmm. So you've observed a lot of online scams over the last few years. And, uh, and now kind of looking back, does that make you optimistic or pessimistic about the future and, and people's ability to avoid online scams going forward? Well, scams aren't going away. I mean, the, the, the question's going to be, are you going to get taken by one or are you not? Mm -hmm. And so for me, the, that's the fun component in what we're doing is the education, you know, aspect of it and trying to make sure that we're all kind of, you know, it, 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 there's a little bit of a herd mentality, right? So there's a ton of people out there all trying to get a little better deal on their vacation rental or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, maybe there's something listed on, on a Craigslist that isn't listed elsewhere, right? Because maybe that owner doesn't want to pay the big fees of the, of the larger thing. So he's doing it on Craigslist, but he's a private owner. He's completely legit. You know, sometimes they may even be pre-qualified uh, for us to do business with if they yeah. take the time to, you know, go through our system. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, look, they're never going to go away. They're going to keep getting more and more complex. They are um, going to get probably for bigger dollars and bigger dollars over time. It's not going to go away. It's up to us and up to the consumer to really educate themselves on, you know, the, the rights and wrongs of, you know, some of these, um, you know, new systems that are coming out. 
Right. And like you mentioned earlier with, uh, you know, the kids and teenagers, yeah, it's just part of their life now is, you know, they need to be prepared to know what to look out for. Um, and, you know, anyone growing up, you know, using technology is just going to need to have that as a kind of part of their um, culture and, and part of their makeup growing up is, is to watch out for those things. Absolutely. Part of their DNA. Yeah. <laughs> So Fireball Approves does uh, work in private investigations, um, you know, kind of related to the scams and then even outside of that. Um, and that's probably taught uh, you a few things about kind of digital security, privacy, um, even outside of simply avoiding scams. Um, in those realms of kind of personal cybersecurity, online privacy, um, any advice that you want to share that would help people protect themselves online in general? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Tammy, she is the private investigator, the licensed investigator. Um, she, she may be able to circle back with the most appropriate answer to this. Um, I'm more of kind of like the real estate guy, you know, sure. vacation rentals, that sort of thing. Um, as far as I'm concerned, from what my conversations with her, um, just be very protective of your information. I mean, you, mm -hmm. you can't just be given anybody your addresses and social security numbers and you know account numbers and that sort of thing like you really got to make sure that it's going through you know something something legit i mean they're, they're you're, you're not ever going to totally prevent something from happening but you're trying to mitigate that risk right. and reduce its likelihood mm -hmm. right that's what you're always managing that part of the system yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, any other warnings or advice or encouragement that you'd like to share before we conclude? Well, look, I mean, we, we all love to live a carefree life. We all, you know, kind of want things to be kind of done, right? In most cases, you know, we expect things to be done, but, um, you know, it, it's not always the case. And so, you know, Fireball Approves would love to get involved with, you know, your vacation rentals or anything else that you feel like needs to be vetted or investigated in um, to make sure that you're dealing with the right player. Um, you know, like I said, we, we're very passionate about, um, you know, consumer advocacy and, you know, making sure that, uh, that um, you know, people aren't getting taken advantage of. I mean, because mm -hmm. it, it almost happened to Tammy and it, uh, it made her upset and she, she, she went on a, she went, she started a business and to help fight for the right things. And, yeah. um, you know, she gets all the credit in the world for, you know, going this far. Um, our job is to obviously educate the consumer at some level that this stuff does exist and whether you hire us or not, you know, I, we're not really going to worry ourselves with that. I mean, sure. We, we'd love to work for you, show you what we want to do, but at the same time, if you take our tips and tricks and use them for your own benefit and it, it ultimately saves you time, money down the line, then we've still done our job and it helps us sleep well at night knowing that the scammers didn't win, but yeah, it's not going away. So right. it's only going to change. It's only going to, you know, um, be worse over time. That's for sure. Yeah. So now you mentioned earlier the Facebook page, the website. Um, so for people who want to learn more about Fireball Approves, where can they find you online? Uh, Facebook, Fireball Approves, fireballapproves.com. I mean, she's got all the other social media stuff too, the Twitters and um, whatnot as well, you know. So she's definitely um, there <laughs> as far as the social media, uh, you know, footprint. So um, look, I mean, that's it. Just come onto our site. 
you know, introduce yourself, contact me, you know, you won't get bombarded with a ton of like sales stuff. And, you know, you're actually dealing with a human being, not an actual algorithm, which is, you know, (laughs) another thing, right? I mean, that's all we do is we, we communicate with algorithms all day. Um, Like, you know, I mean, even your phones anymore, you say something, that's the next ad you see, right? So (laughs) technology is just getting more and more advanced. And so with the scams and, you know, we're here to help you. Um, whether we do a deal or not, it's important that, uh, you know, you know what's going on out there. Right. Yeah, for sure. So Stephen, thank you for sharing your knowledge with us today. Again, this is Stephen Paulson of Fireball Approves, an identity verification service, which helps prevent scams. And I'm Chad Warner of Defending Digital, teaching you to defend your digital life. Have a great day, Stephen. Thank you. Appreciate the time, Chad. I hope you found that interview informative. You can learn more about Fireball Approves at fireballapproves.com. And you can also find their links to follow them on social media. So what should you do? One, educate yourself about online scams. At a minimum, learn the principles of scam avoidance. If you want to go further, you can follow resources that share the latest scams. Two, be cautious when renting or buying property online. Watch out for suspicious details and behavior. Ask questions until you're satisfied with the answers. Research to independently verify what the seller says. 3. Protect your personal information, things like your address, social security number, account numbers, etc. Be extremely careful about who you share that with and how. 4. Don't send any personal info or money until you're sure that the listing is legitimate and that you are communicating with the owner. 5. If at any point you're not confident that you're dealing with the true owner, consider having Fireball Approves verify ownership. And 6. Teach your family and friends how to avoid online scams. Help them to avoid falling prey. That's all for today. You can learn more about this and other digital security and privacy topics at DefendingDigital.com.